name's Bernadette. In 2014, I took out $72,000 in student loans to pay for grad school. At the time, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into until I realized that I alone was responsible for paying it all off. 22 months later, I made my final payment. This is my story. Welcome to the Bernadette Joy Podcast. Crush this debt. Episode 6, The Big Fight Over Plastic. Thanks to our savings, we had knocked out the first $20,000 pretty quickly. But now we were down to our $1,000 emergency fund, and we'd cut out things like shopping and eating out. I also still felt like we were living in secret, and I didn't know any of my friends that I could actually talk money with. So I started reading more online blogs, finding Facebook groups and Instagram accounts to follow. I started posting comments and asking for advice from total random strangers on social media who were also trying to get out of debt. It was nice to find people to talk to, even if I didn't really know who they were. I didn't feel so alone. A few weeks had gone by and we had made a few hundred dollar payments here and there, but it felt so slow. It was time for what felt like needed to be drastic measures. I started rereading Dave Ramsey's online articles and found the next important step. It was time for plastic surgery. Okay, not the plastic surgery you're thinking of, but the controversial credit card cutting. It was the most polarizing tactic from friends, families, and even strangers. If you can pay it in full, then why not use it for necessary everyday purchases like gas and groceries? This was my mantra since I started working. By far, this was my most challenging habit to abandon. I was the same way. Luckily, neither of us were excessive users of credit cards, or so we thought. We use credit cards to buy our everyday things and also fun things, but we also always pay in full. Since I've had a credit card in college, I think I've only carried a balance twice. When I got my first credit card because I had just started my adult job and was waiting for my first few paychecks to roll in. The second time was jointly with AJ when we got married and put the wedding expenses on a no interest credit card that we paid in full by the time the interest kicked in. I really didn't think it would be a big deal. I figured since we weren't spending as much as we used to, we wouldn't need the credit card as much. Plus, by this time, I was looking so badly for a Hail Mary, I was willing to try anything. I've been a Discover Fiend my whole credit-worthy life. It was my first credit card, and I had a sweet but probably unhealthy relationship with its cash-back rewards program. How could I let her go after all these years of paying me back? I tried to convince Bernadette to keep at least one in case of emergencies. So we compromised. I would cut up my Chase Sapphire Preferred, goodbye rewards points, and my JetBlue American Express card. And since AJ loved his credit card so much, we would keep it. But only as a backup for the so-called emergencies he was expecting to have. I took my sharpest scissors and cut up my Chase into pieces. I was so excited that that became the first post I ever posted on my social media sharing what we were doing with our debt-free journey. My caption read, Hyper-focused and cutting up my credit card. New financial mantra. If I can't pay for it in cash, then I haven't earned it yet. Hashtag financial freedom. Surprisingly, I got 50 likes or so on that post. A lot for me, anyway. Except for one comment saying, Or you can get an Amex change card. You must pay the balance in full each month, and you get to keep all the rewards and benefits of a card. Just saying. Either way, your mantra is spot on. Keep it up. I laughed. That guy happened to work for American Express in New York for their marketing department. Wow. 
I can't believe I shared that on social media. I started feeling a little bit braver, but I still felt stuck. The next day, I typed up our remaining balance, 47635 in big black bold letters and posted the paper on our fridge. I wanted to stare at that number every day to remind me how much we had to go. I posted that picture of that piece of paper with the big black bold numbers on my Instagram. I posted it because I knew that if I told people that I was working on this, it would make me not want to fail. And if there's one thing that I hate more than debt, it's looking like a big failure. The caption read, this went up on my fridge today as a reminder. The bad news is this is how much I have left in my student loans from my MBA. The good news is that number was $72,857 when I graduated in April of this year. I've been attacking it like a crazy person for the last three months. Our goal is to finish paying this off by the end of this year, ideally before the grace period is over. Looking forward to that first night of debt-free sleep. That post got a few more likes, 61. This time I got a few more comments. From one of the big Instagram accounts I followed. 30K in two months is amazing. Keep trucking. You're doing a great job. From the same dude that worked at American Express. Do it. And awesome you're so open about student debt. We should all be more open about these important things. My goal is to be student debt free by April 2017. Gonna do it. Wow. He has student loan debt too? From another Dave Ramsey fan. Love, love, love this and am so impressed and inspired by you. Wow. Someone said they were actually inspired by my little post. This was the encouragement I needed. I suddenly went from feeling like a weirdo and completely alone to feeling like I could talk openly about this secretive topic, even if it was just on social media. It felt awesome. I kept posting, sharing our progress, and little tips along the way. That is, until I found out what AJ did. She was on social media telling people that she cut up her credit cards to keep on track with our goals. I, on the other hand, still kept mine in case of emergency. Then that time I paid for a plane trip, probably to someone's wedding. I used the Chase Travel Center, having to pay on credit card to reap some benefit. Ultimately, it backfired. The emergency turned out to be plane tickets for that friend's wedding I mentioned earlier, which AJ was responsible for booking. We had known about this wedding for months since I was a bridesmaid. It certainly didn't qualify as an emergency in my mind. I wouldn't have found out either, except we were looking at changing the dates when AJ mentioned this Chase Travel Center. He didn't realize it, but I caught on that in order for him to use this travel center, he would have had to pay for the tickets using a credit card. Oh, we should be able to change the flight if we need to. It's been less than 24 hours and Chase can cancel with no fees. I thought we were good. I was already getting a discount per the use by using our ultimate rewards points as they prominently display when booking flights. Your 8,762 points are worth $109.52 towards travel when you book through ultimate rewards. Not enough to get you there? Pay with your points, your Chase card, or both. Ah, the beauty of credit cards and points. You can actually save money with them too. Think I'm good, right? Nope. It was deeper than that. Like Ross's, we were on a break. I couldn't believe it. I was so pissed. 
Here I was blabbing on and on and on on social media about how I don't use credit cards, acting like I was on my high horse, while my own husband was using credit cards to pay for expenses for the both of us. At the end of the day, it wasn't even about the credit card itself. It was a feeling that my own husband wasn't on the same page as me. I felt so betrayed. Like he turned me into a hypocrite or a liar without me even knowing it. Later that night, she tearfully confronted me, explaining that she cannot be putting out there that she cut her credit cards, but I'm still using mine for our shared expenses. She was right. Again, I couldn't argue with her. I realized then her words had to become my words to live by. Since I've stopped using my credit cards and life is so much easier. Things were getting a little bit easier because we didn't fight as much. As of that fight, we haven't used a credit card since. We both only use debit cards that draft straight from our checking accounts. But it wasn't easy and old habits die hard. That month, I overdrafted my checking account for the first time. The last time was years ago, when I got super drunk and charged rounds of shots to my debit by accident, thinking it was my credit card. But it was okay. We transferred some funds from AJ's checking account to mine. But a few weeks later, I overdrafted again. What the fuck? How is this happening? We're not shopping. We're not eating out. How do I keep overdrafting? I was officially broke, and that fear of an emergency became very real. Maybe cutting up my credit cards was a mistake after all. But I didn't want to turn back. So we had to sit down and have a serious conversation and get really serious about our next solution. Budgeting. Stay tuned for episode number seven, the B word. No, it's not that word you're thinking of. We'll talk about the most important new word in our language of finances and how this set us up to win the battle against debt. The Bernadette Joy Podcast, Crush This Debt, is written, executive produced, and hosted by me, Bernadette, and co-hosted by my husband, AJ. The show is produced by Andy Goh, and our music is by Harvey Cummings. Our show artwork is done by Abigail Joy. Check us out at BernadetteJoy.com slash podcast. We want to hear from you. We know that people have lots of experiences with debt, and few people talk about it. Help us break that taboo. Call us at 980-999-1283 and leave us a message with your debt story or what our story meant to you. We'll play those messages in a future episode and hopefully we'll make talking about money a little less difficult. Again, that's 980-999-1283. And don't forget to leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It helps our show get discovered by others who may be striving to pay off their own debt. We hope that our story will inspire others to never quit.